Hi, and welcome to the Mojo Sports Network Women in League show, where we talk all things NRLW. I'm your host, Gab Rose, and I'm here again with Georgie Sumter for another episode to review the week that was, preview the upcoming games, and discuss the hot issues in Women's Rugby League. You can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and follow us on socials at Mojo Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get started. All right. Hello again, Georgie. All the round games are done and dusted now, and we've got only a few shows left for us. How are you feeling? Really good. What a good weekend of footy, huh? Amazing. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really it was a, enjoyed it. It was a hot round nine in most of the games this weekend with the temperature soaring. Mm. Um, but today we're going to look at round nine. We're going to look at the two semifinals ahead, which are going to be crackers. We're going to take a sneak peek at an interview with Titan superstar Jamie Chapman. And Georgie and I, we're going to put our hard decisions to be made here, but we're each going to pick an NRLW Dally M Team of the Year. It's a big show today. Massive. That was a hard thing to do, wasn't it? It was. I sat down the other night to try and do it and uh, a little bit harder than I first thought. Well, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if we're aligned or if we're different in that case. But we are. We haven't seen each other's team viewers, so no. we'll get to that later in the show. But let's rip in. Mm. Lots of points scored, records broken, and the top teams, I thought, flexed their muscles this weekend, starting with Thursday night's game. Knights v Tigers, Georgie. Well, wasn't that a good first half? Like Great. the Tigers were in that um, and I was so, I was just so pleased. But then maybe Tamika Upton, I think, blew the wind up and breaking through with her first touch of the ball. Um, but it was just, it was exciting to watch and um, they've got a bright future, some of those Tigers stars. They I really do. do. Yeah, yeah, so I um I, I really did enjoy it, um, much like another game we'll talk about later, but the Tigers are in it and, um, yeah, they do miss Kezi so much for that, the leadership of Kezi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. The Knights, I thought, started rusty, uh, yeah. as you said, and I think that might have been a combination of they were being rusty and the Tigers actually got off to a good start, but but they came good. Um, but you're right, I think uh, Tamika Upton then kind of took her game up to the next gear and that was the end of the story. Off they went, ran away with it. Incredible, 245 run minutes, 50 post-contact. Like, Yeah, it's impressive. It but is, even it the way she like plays. She's blowing hard, does it? No, she does a lot of running and then, she, you know, she sealed the game with a little double pump to Yasmin Clydesdale and made it 22-8. So she, she's got a lot of skills or a lot of arsenal in her kit bag, that young mm. lady. One thing that amazes me is players don't aim to shut her down, um, whether she's skillful enough to bluff them every time. But, um, yeah, she dummies a lot but they um, and, and fools them a lot. They don't, they don't seem to target her. Yeah. That would be your, you, you, you're on her, you go. You go and get her. And um, they didn't seem to do it, like how we discussed them shutting down their kicking space for McGregor. Yeah. They don't, they don't stop there. Upton space for running. So yeah, and interesting out of that, Jesse Southwell, as we know, got a cork and came off right. at about the twenty-five minute mark. But yeah, she has been named for this week. So let's hope for for her and Newcastle and all the viewers that uh, Jesse Southwell lines up as expected. I think she will with a week off from a cork. But uh, yeah, they definitely need her coming into the semi-finals this weekend. And they need her kicking, don't they? They do. They do. So Tigers, I think Tiger's best. 
for care home. Agreed. Um, it was the birthday, I believe, um, that day. Yeah, she can um, motor, can't she? Yeah, so, but the tackle from Dakai Whitfield, tackle of the week on Abigail Roach, I mean, she outran her. She she had enough time to turn around and have the clinical tackle. Yeah, and it wasn't just a tackle. It wasn't your traditional when you chase somebody down. She, she, she whacked her. She had all the time in the world. Yeah, lined her up, didn't she? Yeah, so do you think she's fastest in the game, in the women's game? Yes, and she I think she is, and she's definitely will be close with Tegan Berry, but uh she's she's been fantastic this year and we'll talk I'll talk about her later in the in tonight's episode. But yeah, I thought that was a great tackle and her, she has speed to burn. It was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So um, that was a, a big score, wasn't it? Twenty eight to eight to the Knights hmm. uh, on Thursday night. And then on Saturday we moved to a double header at with the first game, Roosters v Cowboys. Roosters coming out winners 40 to 10. What were your thoughts on that game? Strong start by the Cows. Um, I think Kira Dib was their best. Um, looking over their stats today, I was surprised um, of their F. Watching it and then looking at the stats, they kind of don't match because you think they're putting a lot of effort. But then you look at their running meters and they really haven't had a crack at all compared to other teams. Um, so I'm not entirely sure if the cows are just like, this is it, we're not going to make it anyway, it doesn't really matter. It's the roosters, they're going to flog us. Um, not yeah. sure where their mentality was. Um, but they, they did have a, a strong start. But then the, the roosters were just, they're just clinical and they, they picked up without Sergis, like we commented last week, her missing. Yeah. Um, they seem to have fixed that little bit over there on that side and, they had some amazing tries. Yeah, they were good to watch. And as you said, they were without Jess Sergis, Keely Davis, Millie Boyle. Millie Boyle. So, you know, that's three of their, their key players. I know they've got a lot, but I just thought they're probably their three other main superstars in Taryn Aiken, Isabel Kelly and Corbin Baxter. I just thought the three of those, they were all classy. Yes, that's exactly what they were. Um, yeah. That try that they combined for, um, and then, I mean, Corbin backing up and, yeah, yeah, it's lovely to watch, isn't it? You just watch that and you think, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah, they they did put on some good tries and they secured a home semi final versus the Titans this weekend. But I thought Isabel Kelly had a, a blinder. She two tries, a couple of tries, mm-hmm. and she ran over two hundred meters. I thought mm-hmm. she's really she's had a good season, but I think she's really coming into her own yes. at the back end of the season. Yeah, and I think Jocelyn Kelleher. We don't mention her enough. She um she's a very consistent kicker, goal kicker, and. Mm. Um, 149 kicking metres, so it was a good effort from her. Yeah, she just keeps on keeping on, same every week. She doesn't overplay her hand uh, with the people that she's got around her, but she does her job. She knows her job, obviously, from John Strains and and does that well and is, I guess, still an important cog in that wheel that just keeps on rolling on. Mm -hmm. So that ended up a big score. It's probably a disappointing finish for the Cowboys. Uh, They do lack a bit of depth with a few key injuries, but there's three games now they've been beaten by, you know, had 40 points at least scored Mm -hmm. against them, which I'm sure they're not happy about. But listening to an interview after the game with Kira Dibb, she she seemed quite positive about, you know, their growth and and some junior plays coming through from up in North Queensland, which is, I mean, that's great to hear as well. Absolutely, yeah. So the second game that night, which we probably thought, I think we both thought would be a lot closer than it ended up panning out. It was the Dragons versus the Broncos. And the Broncos, wow, 46-12. They burnt them. They didn't, they? Um, 
It was an outstanding performance by the Broncos. I, um, I, looking back when I was writing my notes and thinking in the first two rounds when I said, oh, they won't make the four from how they were playing to how they played last week, um, a proud supporter because they've completely turned their season around and Princey's done a wonderful job with them. Um, What I do want to mention with them is they had 1,766 running metres as a team and you've got Julie Robinson, uh, Mel Afunga, Sazalka Werner, Brigginshaw Brill, Teisel and Lenarducci all well in the hundreds of average running metres. Yeah. And they've got to be tired. Like that was the biggest effort out of all of the teams to have yeah. that many players across the park putting in that much effort. Um, yeah, and it's funny you mention all those players because that's in my notes I've just written. They're a great team all over the park. You've got Brill, you've got Brigginshaw, you've got Clark, you've got Tytsil, Broaden, Hufunga, Sasolka, <laughs> Robert, you know, you could name them all. They're, they're just a really solid team right around the park now. And and 46 mm. points was excellent, but you know, the way they run hard. Destiny Brill out of dummy half. She had another great game, I thought. A really good game. She made that error a couple of weeks ago and from then on um, seemed to have taken that out of a game and off she goes. Yeah, she's, yep. she's really built it up, hasn't she? And I thought of you, Georgie, when uh, Brigginshaw did the chip and chase and uh, <laughs> scored. I thought loved it. listening to Georgie again. Yep. She knows I'm here. She's she's done it for <laughs> me. Um, I loved it. And she had 237 kicking metres. So, um, yeah, yep. she only missed. But uh, well, she missed four goals, so it would have been a score would have been a lot more. Yeah, good um, signs for the Broncos going into the semi-finals. You must be a very, as you said, proud and and happy supporter. Confident. Yeah, tough game, tough game on Sunday. Um, but uh, Tekaranga Katoa, I mean, she was really good for a forward. Yeah, um, one hundred seven running meters. That's a massive effort. Yeah, in the front, isn't it? To lead, yep. lead like that. Oh, it sure is. And then you look at um, Dragons. There was another great try to Tegan Berry, another kick. So, well planned. Good <laughs> bounce. I mean, it was an incredible kick. Yeah. No, no one else could have kicked it like, like Racine did. Um, yeah. So that was probably a shining light for the Dragons. But I think they'll be disappointed with that as their last game because they were kind of pushing for a semi-final spot a few weeks ago and had a few good results. But I'm sure Jamie Soward and the girls will be be disappointed to – you know, have lost by over 30 points in their yeah. last game. Yeah, and, and I read today, Nathan um, Wong, she's out of hospital. She's all okay from that injury. Yeah, yeah so that's important as well. Unfortunate getting your head in that position, isn't it? You just Yeah. So hopefully, she's luckily, she's okay. So that is that is good. So which takes us to Sunday, and they went down to Canberra, and that was Cronulla v Eels. Yeah. Record score. There was records broken all <laughs> over. How that are you game feeling? John <laughs> you know what? I'm, I, I'm obviously, it was a great game. They're 34 nil at half time. So many records broken. Most points in a game with over 50. Biggest winning margin. Taylor El, you know, Taylor Preston, one try and eight goals. Most most points are mm. uh, the record for that. And um, I'm so excited that they did such a good job. But the, the other part of my brain goes, where has that been? Yes, because if they played like that for the the majority of the season, they would definitely be in the top four, and that's the potential I thought they had mm. um, coming into the season. So whilst it was excellent, as I said last week, I think the shackles have come off. They, they realised they weren't going to be in the semi-finals, and they just played. They just played. They played footy. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And, um, and they were amazing. Yeah, fifty-six. I, I I did feel for the eels. Yeah. Um, 
And again, that first half, because um, when it was live, I turned it on, it was halfway through. So then I went back and watched it. But turning it on live, you look at the score and you think, why is the score like this? And then Power are playing just fine. But yeah, they the really must were just playing up, better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just think the Eels were a bit deflated with the fact that no matter what they did, the Sharks did it better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was an incredible game. I had um, Nessa Biddle. Like, mm. She had such a great game. Her and Ellie Johnson. Um, They're the two names I've got written down here. <laughs> we, we, we are on the same page a lot of the times, Georgie, but they were Absolutely. the two I wrote as well. Um, Ellie Johnson's pass out to Ravix. Like to catch that ball on the fly, and, I mean, she's a good size. She's just yeah. solid. And it was, Kath was out of the lounge cheering. Like she <laughs> thought it was the greatest. And, and, yeah, to pass it out and get that drive. Yeah, because it wasn't an easy match. pass to catch. Like it no. was honestly out in front of her. She's running at speed. It's the back mm-hmm. end of the game. They've just made a 50-metre break. She's a front row forward. Yep. You put all those qualities incredible. together and it was an incredible effort, I thought. And then to have the foresight to throw a cutout to the winger, mm-hmm. that was the play of the game. Absolutely. That, was. You know, game was done, Consent. but I thought that was the play of the game. Mm. They had us applauding. Um, <laughs> it was it was fabulous. Um, but watching that, if they continue building on that, yeah, um, that'll be that'll be fantastic next year. Those sharks girls. Yeah, I was actually on message. I, I sent Taylor Preston a message just to say congratulations on the on the record that uh, she broke and see how she pulled up after the game. And and I said it's a really good building block for next year. And she said yes. She said. You know we're we're super excited to take that form into yeah. a preseason and into next year. So yep. look at two thousand and twenty four. The, uh, the I'll Sharks be in the coming. top four if they play like that. Top four. Yeah. So that was that was the first game on Sunday, and then the second game, which was as we know probably the most important game of the round in terms of uh, final positions for the top yeah. four. Raiders v Titans. Titans very solid performance to take out that game thirty to six. Probably mm-hmm. another shock for both of us. It was. Um, and, again, Raiders were playing well, but Titans played better. Um, and they were just too strong and, yeah, I, I, don't, I just don't know what's happened from the Raiders from the top four to where they are now. Like, I, I really, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. You look at them and how they played and you look at them now and you think, there's nobody really missing. No. What's happened here in the mentality of this team? Um, yeah, because Titans scored a couple of easy tries through the middle to, to Shanamato and then Ivania Polite at the start to be leading 12-0. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't expect that from the Raiders because they're so solid through that middle. But they were yeah. two pretty easy tries. And then Jane, Jamie Chapman's try where she just kind of busted through and, and off she went. It was 18-0 after 12 mm-hmm. minutes and the game was done. Absolutely was, and I, and I felt for Appy Nichols at the back. But I just, she just didn't seem like her head was in the game, and mm. I, and I don't like saying anything negative about the players, but it, it really didn't. As as a fullback standard, she was elsewhere, um, and I think that you, you're the final person, and I think that just has a flow on effect through your through your line there. Yeah, and she has been so good. Oh, she's an Throughout outstanding year, she, she has it. She has a real go. Like she doesn't shy away from going for the bombs yeah. or taking the balls game. on the fly. Which happens. So that can happen. Uh, so it's a shame for the Raiders. They had a lot to play Absolutely. for in front of a home crowd. They had the Viking clap going before the game. 
which was awesome to watch. But uh, Titans, I just, the last few weeks, I've just been so impressed with the Titans. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, Lauren Brown, um, mm. that, that the dummy and try herself, it was just so lovely to see. Um, and the commentators kept saying, you know, she hasn't got that kicking pressure and it showed in the game, which absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. You know, she played so well, um, passing as well. But on the other hand, I think um, the best for the Raiders was um, Samama Taufa. I mean, yeah. Busted nose and she still puts in 200%. I mean. Yeah, they don't get tougher than her, do they? There's nobody tougher in the game. I can't, I just, I can't, be, yeah, she's the toughest. She's the toughest NRLW player. Absolutely. Yeah, and she yeah. just goes and hits and, um, yeah, like you said, she, she had blood pouring out of her and she just kept going and it's kind of like they all follow her. But unfortunately, it wasn't their day, and and Titans were on. And I think Lauren Brown just seems to be every week getting better in that position at halfback, and she's running little plays with you know her five eight, and then with Jamie Chapman out the back, and the defense isn't sure which option she's going to run. So she's either going to pass it underneath to Chapman, or we saw Chapman go through for a try, and then the next couple of minutes later, Loz Brown is going through herself. So it's great coaching by Karen Murphy, obviously having a few different options off all the plays, and. Um, they are really firing at the right end of the season. Absolutely, they are. Um, yeah, loved, I, I loved their performance and I love, as you know, Aaron Murphy's coaching stuff. Love it. Yeah. So so that was our five games for the week. And on the back of a big win against the Raiders, I caught up with Titan superstar Jamie Chapman this afternoon. So listen here to Jamie tackle all the big questions in the Mojo Sports Network Mad Minute. Now to the hard part of the interview. We're going to go into the Mojo Sports Network Mad Minute. Now I've got a list of questions that Jamie hasn't seen and you've got to get through as many as possible. Now you can pass, Jamie, I'll let you know, but I might just jump in and make up an answer if you pass. So, All right, cool, cool. Let's go. All right, I'll start easy. We'll see if we can get through them all. Ready? Ready. Yeah, ready. All right, favourite food? Chocolate. Oh, we're friends already. Um, Best thing about living on the Gold Coast? The sun. <laughs> Which sports star did you look up to when you were growing up? Paul Gallen. <laughs> Paul Gallen. Okay. Paul Gallen. Yeah. Oh, well, he's been very successful. Hardest training yeah. exercise you do? Oh, assault bike. Mm, agree. Favourite movie? <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. Run, Forrest. All right. Your superpower yeah. on the field. What would be your superpower? Oh, I would palm, having an extra strong palm. Okay. Funniest <laughs> teammate? Oh, jeez, Shaley Bent. <laughs> okay. Who's the number one celebrity you'd like to meet? Brad Pitt. <laughs> no particular reason. No, no particular reason. Uh, dream job <laughs> away from footy? Oh, probably... I don't know, flying an aeroplane or something. Okay. Would you be qualified for that? <laughs> Should I trust not. you? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Well, let's hope. <laughs> uh, pre-game superstitions. Oh, I don't really have any. I just have to make sure that um, I'm calm and I don't really work myself too much, work myself up too much and try not to be anxious. So, yeah, just staying calm. Uh, which current NRLW player would you not want tackling you? Samama Taufa. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> Favourite ice cream flavour? 
Chocolate. <laughs> Obvious. And now this is going to be a hard one. Who is the 2023 NRLW Player of the Year? Oh, Taryn Aitken. I know she's my mate, but um, and I'm versing her this weekend, so that's probably a bad thing to say. <laughs> but yeah, either Taryn or um, or Tegan Berry. Tegan Berry's had a blinder this year. So, Georgie, Jamie really has had a great back end of the season She's now that she's over those few injuries and head knock issues. I know you're a big fan of hers. Yeah. Um, I do have more on her later in uh, question, our viewer question. Um, yep. But, yeah. And as, you, as you've touched on in the interview, coming off last year's performance and all of the jerseys she wore into this year, um, it was a bit worrying at the start, wasn't it, with her injuries and her head knocks and, but to get over that and come and have the performance, the hat trick and um, a big performance this week, she's, yep. she's outstanding and she's she's going to be around for a, for a while. Yeah, she's only 21 and speaking to her today, she's so happy, loving where she's living on the Gold Coast, loving her training, loving her teammates, the coaching style and Karen Murphy and you can just see the joy on her face when she was speaking about it all, living, living the dream, she said to me. So yeah. the full interview for that will be up uploaded onto the Mojo Sports Network later this week. So make sure you listen in for that as Jamie talks about life on the Gold Coast, training, and their team's hopes for the upcoming final series. Hmm. Well, so now it's going to show in your game, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. If you're happy off the field, then uh, your performance will show that on the field, and, that, that's, and that's evident with, with Jamie. Uh, so now we're at the pointy end of the season with four teams left fighting for the 2023 NRLW title. So, Georgie, before we discuss the two games this weekend, mm. Which team are you thinking is coming in hot for the finals? Titans. Brisbane and the Titans, um, but definitely the Titans. Um, they they were very good on the weekend. Um, I loved everything about that game. They played um, every pass. Um, I'm not sure. I have it written down somewhere that they they had very little errors. Um, so, yeah, my, my tip is the Titans coming in hot. What about you? I'm the same. <laughs> if we probably said a month, three weeks ago, we would have said it's a two-horse race in terms of yeah. Roosters and Newcastle, I think, if we look back on our shows for the last couple of weeks. But I honestly think the other two teams are coming in in the Broncos and um, the Titans are coming in with the form into the finals. I'm not saying they'll win this weekend, but I'm saying that those two teams, based on form the last couple of weeks, they're coming in hot. Absolutely, um, and that's the right time. You've got to peak right then, right there, and that's what they've done, both of those Queensland sides. So that's, yeah. there's my um, into the next bit. There's my <laughs> tips for the. That was exactly uh, where I was heading. All Queensland grand final, yep. Okay, so if we go Roosters v Titans, that's Alliance on mm. Sunday. Titans. You're tipping Titans. I am. Yep. yep. After that last week. Um, and I think the Roosters get a little bit cocky sometimes, don't they? So um, well, they should have their players back. Millie Boyle's back. Millie's Kiel back. Davis is back. They've been named. Yeah. yeah. Jess Sergis has been named oh, on an extended 22? bench. I saw. Yeah, yeah twenty-two. So whether that's play. just a mental game or what it's going to be, they'll, they'll probably yeah. know already if she's going to play or not. Yeah. Um, but she hasn't been named in the starting. Which, if she's not playing, I think they actually we've discussed it before have been off without Jess Sergis in the team. So yeah. that'll be a big loss if she doesn't play this weekend. I'm sure she's doing everything she can too. But 
funny enough, I am actually t- tipping the upset as well for the Titans. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, I think the Roosters win last week. I mean, if they, they play like that, um, be a close one. But I don't. I think there'll be six points max in the, is my tip. But I, I'm yeah. going the Titans, yeah. Might be a third-time Los Brown field goal. Wouldn't that be good? Wow. That would be some yeah. stat to have won three games <laughs> out of ten in a with a field goal yeah, by the same person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, both games are going to be cracking. Mm. So we've tipped Titans, both tipped Titans, which I'm sure they're not the favourites in that game, but we've they're both not. tipped Titans, which takes mm. us then to Knights v Broncos. Up at Newcastle, I think they'll get a very good Massive crowd, crap. I'd imagine. Mm. And you're tipping no. the Broncos. Yeah, I'm too lazy to drive down there, to be truthful. <laughs> <laughs> How far is it from you from where you are to oh, Newcastle? Three hours, three hours. Okay, yeah, about the same as me going up. Yeah. Uh, we should have planned it better then, shouldn't we? Both we should have. We could have met for our ice cream. We could have. <laughs> uh, Broncos, yeah. Uh, loyalty and maybe it's just, you know, the Knights have had their run. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm... I don't know who I'm going to pick, so it's on this one. I'm, I'm finding it really hard to pick a winner in either game. Maybe I'll go Knights just so we're not both the same. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly think I think the Broncos, just the way, as I said, the way they're playing right across the park, they're going to be – they bring that, they're going to be so hard to beat. Big game players, you know, games on the line. You've got your Ali Brigginshaw, you know, been there, done that. It'll be that'll be a I mean, that matchup in itself is mouthwatering. You know, young Jesse Southwell with experienced Ali Brigginshaw. I mean, that should bring the crowds in. Mm. Yeah, and Jesse needs to watch everything Ali does. If you want to be that, that's what you you know, you need to think of this is a gift. I need to watch this and yeah. Um but yeah, it's old school, young school, um, in their playing games, but yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it should be a cracker, um, yeah. it, and it should be close to. Uh, I can't see runaway scores in either game this weekend. No, but, which we have seen the last few weeks, you know, in some of those, and, and it probably wasn't the best end to the season in terms of the, the score blowouts, mm. um, but I think as a few teams kind of knew they were missing out on the finals and, and perhaps lacking a bit of depth, a few injuries, but those top teams and, and those top players in those top teams they really did just rise, I thought, the mm. last couple of weeks and some of the superstars of our game, as I said at the start, really flexed their muscles and, and showed us why they are the superstars of our game. Yeah, they really found their rhythm, didn't they? Like the first three to four rounds was just players we weren't talking about, we are now yeah. talking about. Um, yeah, it was it's, 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 a, it's a weird thing to think that you weren't playing like that and now you are and vice versa for teams like the Raiders. Um, yeah. Seems like the dragons. You kind of lost your little mojo to, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But what we didn't mention was in our tipping last week, we both tipped four rounds. Did we? I didn't we know did. that. Yes. Oh, give myself a pat on the back. <laughs> and you, a virtual one over there, Georgie. Thank you. Yeah, and Luke tipped them all too. So it was an easy one for us, I guess. Um, yeah. With the stronger teams, yeah. yeah. Well, we won't be tipping that we won't be the same oh. this weekend. No, it's it's anybody's game this weekend. Yeah, I'm so excited for both both those games, and and this time next week we'll be able to see who's in the 2023 yeah. NRLW Grand Final. Broncos, Broncos, how about that? <laughs> Ooh, 
Uh, do you know what? I actually enjoy watching all four teams that are left in the competition, so I'm all right with whoever wins this weekend. Yeah, it, should, it just should be a cracking weekend of footy, women's footy. Yeah. Although I can't have a full queen. For me, I can't have a full Queensland grand final, so I'm going to have to say title three nights. Yeah, I know I you can. can. I'll get the Queensland flag out of the cupboard even. <laughs> I might have to cover you up next week, Georgie. <laughs> um, so it's hard to believe we only have two weekends left of the NRLW competition. It's It's been such a great nine weeks of rugby league and we've unearthed so many new superstars while seeing some of the legends of our game stand up when needed. So Georgie and I are now going to try to pick our NRLW Dally M Team of the Year. You ready for this, Georgie? Well, it's quite funny. I, my, my draft, I have two lists. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of plays in brackets. <laughs> yeah, I've got slashes and Kath's like, you can't do that. And I'm like, it could go either way here. That's right. Um, just... So do you yeah. think we start it with just going position by position? Yeah. One, one down, I think, under 13. Okay. Yeah. What have you got for fullback? Tegan Berry. And I had slashed Tamika Upton, but I think Tegan or Pippa. Oh, um, I had it the other way around. Oh, did you? I said Tamika Upton just ahead of Tegan Berry and Ivania Polite. Yep, yep. Polite right up behind them. Yep. Maybe we need a gold, silver and bronze for each position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're, we're same, same, but different on those. So you're mm. saying Tegan Berry, I'm saying Tamika Upton, but mm. toss of the coin. Mm. All right, winger. Ja'Kai Whitfield. Ja'Kai Whitfield. So yeah. Bingo. Jilly Robinson right there next door. I went just just for Ja'Kai Whitfield on this one. I yeah. She's bold. She's outstanding. God, she's an outstanding player. And I, yeah. I honestly did not realise the speed of her the other day, and that was incredible. Yeah, she's been great all year. I think Julia Robinson missed it. Julia Robinson I've been a massive fan of, but she has missed a couple of games. So that, that – yeah may cost her. Mm. All right, centres. This was another tough one. Wasn't it? I do have Jane Chapman in there, slash Sinead Sazalka. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have either of them and I've been oh. a real fan. I've said it many a time, Sinead Sazalka. I've actually got Isabel Kelly just ahead of Tiana Penitani. In three. Sharks. Hmm. Well, yeah. I just picked one centre. Oh, well, I have Isabel in four, see. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. So we can pick two. All right, well. Well, only because I write my numbers down. I did it just yeah, like okay. that. What I was, yeah. So, um, well, if it's just one, Isabel Kelly, yes, I agree with you. Um, absolutely centre of the year. Yep. Kelly. Okay. She's had, a, she's had a great year. Yeah. And you're not even counting Mele Hufunga in that, who's had an amazing season, and also mm. – um, who are we just saying there? So Isabel Kelly, Tiana Penitani, Rakia Zalka. Horn. Oh, yeah, Rakia Horn, yeah. Had a great – but if I had to pick one, I'm, I'm going to say Isabel Kelly across the Agreed. whole season. Agreed. 5-8, yeah. I think we'll agree on this one. <laughs> one, two, three. Kat told me it was Tonegato. What? Sorry, Kath, I'm not going Tonegato. Oh. Are you? Well, I had Slash Aiken. I've gone Taryn Aiken. <laughs> Sorry, Emma Tonegato, you did have a great season, but I just think Taryn Aiken's been unbelievable. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was a that was a joint effort. Um, yeah, I did put Taryn Aiken next to Tonegato. Right. So we're locking in Taryn Aiken? Yeah, we'll lock in Taryn. <laughs> Halfback, who'd you go for? Oh, 
Well, just because Jessie Southwell is so young and she's going to have an outstanding career herself, um, I think the goat Ali will slide in there. Um, I don't. I I can't see anybody else. I mean, the halves have been good all around, but yeah, she's the goat, and there's a reason for that. I've got the goat in as well. I've just locked her in. Ali Brigginshaw is my halfback of the year. Yeah, we're doing pretty well here, Georgie. We are. Very it's, similar. It's, it's taken three days to do this. <laughs> uh, lock forward. Did you have I, one? I had, well, I had one in brackets. I had Samaima Taufa just ahead of Georgia Hales. I had Tugatuki because <laughs> oh. I thought she had such a great game. Yeah. Um, she's up there with the points. So, um, yeah, you could be right. Yeah, she's, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I thought Samima Taufa was polling well, at the, obviously, at the front end of the season, and I think she might have gone off a bit in that middle section, but I thought she might have polled some points, maybe mm. some points on the weekend, but we'll wait and see. Mm. Second row, I only had one, so if you've got two, maybe you give your two. I had this one I, I struggled with a little bit, but I had Yasmin Clydesdale. Yeah, me too. I did have her, and, I, you know, you've got Caitlin Johnson, Tessa Poole, Ellie Johnson. Yeah. There's just so many of them that you could slide. But Yasmin Clydesdale's had a really cracking season. Yeah. Week in, week out. Consistent, isn't she? Yep. Everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. We're locked in there. Hooker. That's a toss-up. That's a that was a hard one. Um but yep. but Quincy Dodds had a really good season. Um Olivia Higgins. I think she's had a really good season. So they were my two, but I just, I went back and looked at, watched them all, and I was, yeah, I, I can't pick a hooker. Quincy, yeah, maybe. I had, yeah, I had I had Quincy in brackets, but I actually had, and I thought, obviously, for the Cowboys, Anna Manselman had a great season. Oh, yeah. Um, but I actually put it locked in the Broncos' Destiny Brill. Yeah. But yeah. back end of the season. She, back end of the season, she grew in. You may lot. not have polled enough at the front end of the season, yeah. but. I thought the back end three or four games, she was unbelievable. But I did have Quincy Dot in brackets mm. as well. But so time will tell on that one. Mm. And what about prop? Now we've been talking about props all season. I yeah. had Shannon Marto. Oh yeah, she's had a really good season. She's yeah. Um, has she stayed with the Titans? I was going to look that the other day when she got that trial. Like, is she staying? Is, how long is her contract? Because oh, I don't they, know that answer. They need to keep her. They do. Yeah, she's just strong. And I think she'd play anyway, you'd tell her. Asked her to. Yeah. 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 Who do you have as your prop? Mm. Oh, my writing's all messy. Where's my prop? You love them all. That's the problem. I, I do love them all. I've got that many people written down. Um, so you could have Caitlin Johnson. I did Ellie have Caitlin. I had, I had Caitlin Johnson attest to Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, um, she's had, always had a really good, good game last few yep. weeks. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to two more questions. So we, we weren't too far apart from each other on that team of the year. It'd be interesting to see how close we get when that final team is announced. Mm. Rookie of the year. Sheridan Gallagher. Oh, yeah. I'm sticking with her. Yeah. I, did, I didn't put her, but I think she would be a very good choice. 
I actually had from the sharks an Essabittle. Mm. Be close, and then. I had it just ahead of Grace Kemp. Mm. Well, if you get if if you um, had a Daly M for fourteen, you put Grace Kemp in there, wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. She's been a superstar off the bench. Yep, she's been great. Yeah, and I think um, any of those three that we've mentioned for Rookie of the Year would be would be worthy winners. Mm. Indeed. I can't wait so. to see, see it now. I can't wait till it's on. <laughs> I know. Hopefully, we get some of them right. Uh, yeah. Player of, and player of the year. Who did you have as your Dally M NRLW two thousand and twenty three player of the year goes to? It'll be between Simone Halfer and Zahara Tamra. Even though the Raiders have had a shocking end, but those two girls have been so consistent week in week out for nine rounds. And they were leading in round four before this closed, and they yeah. stayed. They stayed pretty consistent, and um, Tamara still was getting points. So um, it'll be out of those two. Okay. Well, I've gone for Taryn Aiken, Ooh. just ahead of Tamika Upton. Ooh. So yeah, Taryn Aiken for me, five eighth of the year and Player of the Year. Wow, be a big year for her. It would be a massive year. But they're going to get knocked out this weekend, aren't they? We've both said. <laughs> well, yes. So time will tell. So that's exciting and so many good players that, you know, there's discussion on every single position. Yes. Yeah. Did you have a coach? Do you think that'd be? I didn't have a coach of the year. Who would you put for that? Well, I did have Ron Griffiths only because Newcastle have stayed there. They haven't faulted. Um, yeah. So he's done something right. And to seal yeah. the minor premiership. And, yeah, that yeah. would be a good choice. Off the cuff, if I had to without thinking about it, I would potentially say your favourite coach, Karen Murphy, because they came last 2022. Yeah, they were at the bottom of the table. <laughs> and I know that they're not minor premiers this year, but they have they come a it. long way and they've been consistent throughout and had to grind and struggle their way through. So, actually, Karen Murphy would probably be mine, but I'd be more than I'd happy be, with um, Newcastle Coach as well. I knew, I know you would. <laughs> so, so that's our, that's our thoughts on Dally M NRLW Players of the Year and Positions of the Year. So, time will tell over the next few weeks how how good a judges Georgie and I are. So, and we do have a viewer question this week, and it comes from Lisa. Now, Lisa's from up at the Central Coast. And her question is, with Australian jerseys up for grabs and Jessica Serge is currently injured, who would be your, if Jessica Serge isn't available, who would be your starting centres for the Gillaroos in a few weeks? Well, thanks, Lisa, for your question. I think Jessica Serge is going to push herself and will be ready. But if she isn't, I do think Jamie Chapman, because she's already done it. And she's already, she has that under her belt. So, um, I would put her in there with Izzy Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, I think Isabella Kelly is locked and loaded into the jersey number to. four. Yep. You'd have to. You'd be silly. And I agree, yeah. If Jess Sergis is, is fit and, and, and running and that hand injury is okay, she would get first dibs at the number three jersey. But I agree with you. I've got either Jamie Chapman or Sinead Sia Solka. Yes, that's exactly that what I had. But um, I think Jamie will, will pip her in simply because, yeah, she's been there, done that, and, and understands what goes on, so she she has yeah. that. It's going to be interesting that Gillaroo's team when it's announced. Um, Jamie was saying today, I think they're originally going to pick a thirty uh, woman squad, 
Nice. And then um, they'll go into camp, and then that'll get you know obviously shaved down as the as the games roll around. But it's it's going to be a tough squad for Brad Donald and the selectors to pick with the talent okay. around. Absolutely, I mean you only have to look at team of the week. Yeah, all well yeah. deserved there. So um, yeah, thanks for that question, Lisa. Lisa is yes. actually, as I said, from the Central Coast, and she's a high level. She's a friend of mine, a high-level Oztag player as well. Now, she can run. She is She is in the Jakai Whitfield School of Speed. So, uh, yes. So in the centres, we're both agreeing, Lisa, probably Amy Jamie Chapman, Chapman would Absolutely. get the first crack at that if Jess Surges isn't available. So, Georgie, any final thoughts or comments from you as we head into this important weekend? Yeah, I, I did have somebody contact me. Yes. Um, my mate, Pete, who tells me he's a, uh, what, I know he's a massive Dragons fan. Yep. Um, and he's a footy legend himself. He played played in the local comp. I had to mention that. Um, he loves he loves our podcast. I uh, loves Tegan Flashberry. He said she'll be around um, and he'll be Australian fullback for the next few years. Pete believes. Yep. Um, but his question was, how do you pronounce Malay Hafunga? Because oh. it doesn't sound like that when the commentators say it. I think you've got it pretty right. Mm-hmm. So we're happy with Hufunga. Hufunga. Yep. Hufunga. There you go, Pete. What did he say? Or we didn't know it was via text message, oh, was it? I can't repeat it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't think what he said. Hufungpu, I think he said. Right. Well, I'm going to say it's Melee Hufunga. Hufunga. Yep, Hufunga. And I wouldn't want to call her the like? wrong name because I don't want to get, no, have she, her running at me because she's another powerful <laughs> woman that runs very hard and and is playing great footy at the moment. So, uh, Mele Hufunga, I hope we're pronouncing your name correctly. Yeah. If please not, let please us know let if we're not. Know. <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll Thanks, make Pete. sure we fix it up. Thanks, Pete. Legend of Katingle. Done. Yeah. <laughs> we love Done. those viewer questions. So if, if, you're, <laughs> if you're sitting there listening and have a question, let us know because it makes us put our thinking caps on and and try and come up with the right answers for you guys. So, yeah. and we um, team of the week. <laughs> team of the week was another great one, I thought. So we got, you know, Jakai Whitfield made it again, Mele Hufunga, woman of the moment, Anessa Biddle, Julia Robinson, Taryn Aiken, Taylor Preston, as we know, got that record. So that was, um, she'd be stoked with being in team of the week when some other players like Ali Brigginshaw and that in her position really stood up. And those front rowers, wow, it was a weekend for front rowers just back on that, Georgie, wasn't it? Some of those tries by those women. And the run metres. And they, you know, yeah. I look at Ellie Johnson, and when she goes over for a try, she gets up and straightens her hair, and it's like, oh, my job's done. And she's not, doesn't seem buggered. Like, no. you know, and Mine's turns back around up and, and off she goes again. Let's let's go and reset and go again. That's right. Yeah. And, and it was and, hot. Those games on the weekend, yeah. uh, you know, a, a Saturday night, even at Cogra, it was still mid 20s when those girls were playing. And Sunday in Canberra, it was unusually hot. So mm-hmm. for those big women to be doing those you know, huge amount of metres and tackles and following up the field, chasing kicks, uh, you know, credit to them all, their fitness and, and will to perform. I well, thought I it's think ex- they're, excellent. They're running rings around the men, um, yep. their fitness levels. Yeah. Yeah, and their skill. Yep. Um, yep. You know, I watch all games and hands down, everybody should be watching these women's games. Yeah, they're, they're doing an amazing job and coming into the back end of the season. So, as we said, only six teams are gone. We've got four left in the Roosters, the Titans, the Knights and the Broncos. Mm. 
this Sunday. We'll see who's going to be in the 2023 NRLW Grand Final. And I know mm. both Georgie and I can't wait to mm. watch those games. And Just an, on another go. thing on the submissions for expansion, yep. um, I just wanted to make a note that Luke Taylor mentioned the Bulldogs and then two days later it came out that Bulldogs put in submission. So maybe did he have a bit of knowledge that we didn't know yeah. about? I don't know. Well, they're so good in the pathways. They had a really successful season in their junior ranks this year, and I, th- I think whoever's running their pathways program for the, and particularly in particular for the female pathways, they're doing a great job because they've got a lot of young talent coming through. So it only makes sense for them, if not next year, to be in within the next couple of years. Well, the story today was uh, I think it was nine out of ten coaches disagreed with the expansion. So yeah, yeah, um, that we're going to be talking about that says it. Yeah. until it happens. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. They've got they've got it like we talked about last week. Deal with what they've got now and what's in front of them for the next year. Build on that. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it will be interesting to see where that discussion and final decisions are made and if it is for 2024 but I think you and I are both in agreement with the 9 out of 10 which coach um wanted the expansion did it say or no it was just no. a yeah. secret secret uh, I wonder who that was it might have down the bottom I didn't keep going because I was just like oh yeah um, 9 out of 10 my quick my quick browse and refresh but um I, I think 2025 will be the Bulldogs and possibly the Rabbits but I do know they all support the Warriors so yeah yeah Watch this space. It'll be interesting. It gives us a good discussion point over the next 12 months anyway or six months. So mm. it's that time of the show again, Georgie, where we thank everybody for listening in. We love being able to chat about yes. the game we love. So sure make love sure it. you watch out. Yeah, make sure you watch out for that full interview with Jamie Chapman to drop later this week. And on behalf of Georgie and myself, we appreciate you all listening in. Have a great week. And next week we'll be back to discuss the NRLW Grand Final. Grand Final, yeah. I'm excited. Good weekend of footy. Me too. Very excited. All right. Well, let's hope you're wearing your Broncos jersey next week, Georgie. Yes. Men and women. (laughs) That's right. A week week of Broncos clothes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I might have to mute your video. (laughs) 